0: Um man. Do we have any do we have a like a um a special? Yeah. No, I don't think we do. <laughs>
1: supposed to do we shut it down yeah i say for
0: 25 i thought about it. i was like we could make it bigger yeah i thought of all these fancy shits i could do shits. But you know what i want to do i want to come in with fucking Hot a fresh fire. ass episode i want to come in and be an example of what we do week in week out i want to be the uh, exemplary yeah The quintessence <laughs> yeah I want it to be a fucking banging episode with no fucking frills and fucking (laughs) bells and whistles. (laughs) Except the bells and whistles of Taku. There's no bells or whistles in this song, is there? There's a horn. There is a horn. Can can we get Taku to be interviewed by us inside My Tacoma? I would do (laughs) Taku and a taco? Do anything for Taku to be on the show. And then introduce him to my mother. But the thing is, again, like, like Taku, Ma, Ma, Taku. <laughs> this is my Taku takuma. Ma. The thing is, is Taku doesn't owe us shit, man. No, like, he doesn't. Geez, I just, but the that coolest, song's so good. Like, the song is so good. The song is so fucking good. And I emailed him like before we started the show. I was like, dude, we're gonna do this dumb show. Ah, uh, we don't make any money. Like, so fucking can we and he's like, yeah, dude. With my blessing, do whatever you want. That's And I'm like... Thanks, man. Fucking Taku, you're the coolest. Tell SoundCloud. Yeah. Tell... (laughs) Yeah, so... Uh. What are we doing here, Casey? Welcome to Tell Friends, where we're listening to messages you, the caller, leave at 304-518-JAMS. JAMS. Jams. I'm Casey. You are Bo. Hey, Bo. Hi. I've heard all these calls. Uh Uh-huh. You just emerged fresh. From your sensory deprivation take. That's true. Let's start it out with call number two.
2: Dude! <laughs> Dude! Hello. I'm calling you now because I want to talk about the future. Some people say there is not one, but I disagree. I like that. I remember in my earlier days, thinking about how we were going to transport ourselves in the future. Now we have these driverless cars. Uh, well, I mean, soon well, I guess. That's the dream, anyway. Right. Um, soon we'll have the driverless cars. I like the idea of the driverless car. I still don't, like, think they will be that space, but <laughs> I did think, um, I dreamed of this scheme where uh, instead of, like, driving on the interstate, you would just get on this, like, gigantic kind of conveyor belt that you just, like, would drive into your slot, choo-choo, get locked in there, and then program it to be like, I'm going to go from Jacksonville, Florida to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's like Logan's so
3: run,
2: you, right? you choo-choo in there, and then you, um,
3: you press the, the button, report.
2: and then yeah. you, like, take a nap or hang out with your friends or whatever you got. And yeah. then, um, and then like it says, you have one hour until Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. And then you're
3: like, oh, I
2: gotta wake up. Okay. <laughs> and then you wake up and there you are. And you just like sort of.
0: I'm really in this story.
2: Un, uh, had, like untethered from the conveyor belt, from your little roving parking space. And you just get off and I don't know, I guess, <laughs> battle some city traffic in Philadelphia, week, But at least you didn't have to drive the whole way. Yeah. Um, this probably wouldn't be something for short distances, but I really like this idea for long distances. Do you have any ideas about this kind of thing? Um, about solving the whole problem? <laughs> Maybe elevate some sort of road hmm. so that you can go long term where others are going short term? I don't know. You guys have terrible traffic and Austin. I'm sure you've had plenty of time to think about this. Well, what
0: what's up? Yo, thank you for your call. Yeah, I have thought a lot about this in my life. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I can, can hear you fine. You hear before just a little echoey. Um, we got that door open. Which yeah, makes it. A There's nothing fun. we can do. We're in Studio 0.5, man. Yeah, Studio 2.0. Things be good in this way. We're recording out in my yard. The, I don't know where we're gonna record episode twenty six, man. Take it out in the yard. No, why not? Field recording. Get some fucking. Get some ambience. That. We could. Get our sweat on. <laughs> <laughs> you know where you don't sweat. When you're on the conveyor belt of Philly. <laughs> That's true. Well, so, uh, 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 this caller's having the same problem. Like, the problem that this caller's mode of conveyance is having is the same problem that, like, um, <clears throat> Amazon.com has with delivery. It's that last mile that you really got to work out like the long distances are no problem yeah it's where you get the individual to places yeah. like um i have thought about this a lot and i gotta say i think driverless cars are the answer for the whole thing because and hopefully this once is- everyone has one we'll be fine yeah it's the fucking weirdo holdouts that'll slow it down right it's gonna be when we're all in our drivers cars and fucking cletus <laughs> is in his pickup truck refusing to make the switch yeah. Or somebody's people But what... Okay, so, one... What it's going to take is a radicalization of the monopoly system. We need someone just to go ahead and legalize monopolies. No. And that monopoly needs to take over the transportation aspect. No. the United States. This is a terrible and idea that you're having. having. This is, is the worst works. possible scenario you're talking about. <laughs> that's how we get the driverless car to work. I think... Okay, so one way you could do it is driverless cars uh, have their own set of roads. Mm -hmm. That's a way. It seems like a lot of infrastructure. A lot of infrastructure you'd have to build. But you're going to have to reimagine the infrastructure of this country anyway. Not if you let me take care of it. (laughs) Well, okay, but like with driverless cars, there's no need for fucking stop signs. There's no need for fucking uh, windshields. There's no need, right? No, I think you have to have windshields. I mean, so the wind's not in your face? Sure, but I'm saying you don't really need to see. No, I think people need to see. I don't think anybody wants to be in a fucking speed tube for long distance.
3: Yeah, but, yeah.
0: I'm saying you could have parlor seating. I love parlor seating. I love a parlor. Um, you wouldn't have to own a car? That would be great. Yeah. You're going to be paying a lot more taxes for this high-tech transportation system, though. Are you? Or are you just paying... Or you, are, are you, pay- you are in my world. But, like, before, like, you would fucking go to the record store and buy a fucking CD, right? Yeah. And then, uh, fucking... the internet happened and Napster happened and all that shit and then you could Then 1997 happened right but now you don't fucking buy physical copies of the thing anyway because not even Napster and all that shit then iTunes happened and you could fucking download the song for none cents and you own that song and it was a digital copy and you're like but I love the liner notes but then fucking now like instead of fucking downloading the shit from iTunes you fucking stream the shit on Spotify or whatever yeah and so now you like are paying a subscription service for access to this thing, which is the same thing that you would do with cars, right? You would just be like, before I used to buy a car, then I used to fucking, uh, call a dude to fucking drive me somewhere with Lyft. Okay. And now I just fucking pay eight ninety nine a month to fucking have the car come get me wherever I am, whenever I want. Yeah, that's how it's gotta go, right? So, like, now, like, when you go to a Ford dealership, you're buying, like, level of fucking how dope your fucking subscription is.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Would I have a faster pod that gets me around the world? Will it get to you faster, right? Would it be doper inside, like, fucking rich Corinthian leather? Yeah. And, like, would you have, like, some kind of, like... I want to share, like, a shit pod with shit people, right? (laughs) Right? Like... Since everybody has to do this, like some guys gonna be taking a shit and the one I have to take around town. Fuck this. Who's doing quality control? You this? can't take my fucking car. Fuck all of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy on the road. I'm now the cleat. I Cletus. am Cletus. <laughs> we are all Cletus. <laughs> we are Cletus. That'll be our rallying cry. I mean, yo, I'm fucking looking forward to it. Like, I remember when Ford said last year that they were like, "Yo, five years, we got this." Like, I got so excited about it um, because. Fuck, how much do you want me to talk about this shit? Because, the, like the getting the 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 idea of being able to get rid of the anxiety of the car and the car wreck. Yeah, it sounds so cool. The idea of being Like able, my my wife right you know, now. No, I'm drunk as fuck and I'm texting and it does not matter. Everybody's safe as fuck. You're always drunk. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> like right now, my wife just left to go to the store. Yeah. My pregnant, pregnant ass wife. wife. Yeah. Like the second she's, like, more than 30 seconds later than she told me she'd be on her way back yeah, is when I start imagining awful car wrecks. Yeah, you file a missing persons report. Yeah. In my head, I'm, like, tracking down the person who got the wreck with her and, like, having a tearful. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's not. Like, that to not have that in my life. I know, man but then but there the the but can i fucking stutter more like but there's other shit about it like now 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 it can be hacked yeah that's a problem yeah um what if there's two different companies and their systems won't sync up right that's why it's got to be a monopoly why does it have to be a monopoly why, can't, it, why can't why can't why can't why can't the system adhere to a set of government ordained standards or whatever d- Somebody trusts their government a little more than I do. <laughs> Cletus isn't get out of the truck! <laughs> While we're talking about the uh future. Mm-hmm. I've got some future technology we needed to discuss tech. with call number nine. Nine yo, we usually don't have a call number nine. Fucking it up. Episode twenty-five
4: <laughs> Hey telefriend. Uh, I need a little help uh, settling a a bit of a debate I had with a friend of mine recently. Got you. I claim that if you take the film Jurassic Park Uh and just replace dinosaurs with aliens, it would be the exact same movie, right? I mean, like a UFO crashes or like there's a roswell body or something and they get the dna and they just replicate aliens and it's like an alien park it would be the exact same movie but the point was that as a kid i was really into dinosaurs and i saw jurassic park and i was like i was too into dinosaurs like i didn't like it because (laughs) like there was no science in it um i should have read the book because there's a whole bunch in that um uh it would be pseudoscience anyway so let me know do you think that Jurassic Park would be the same exact movie if it was an alien DNA park instead of dinosaurs
0: I'm gonna say no I'm also going to say no why (laughs) Because how many times can we do that joke yeah. where we give you the one, we can't, yeah. we've can't. we done it in our lives, we can't do this. Um, yo, because first of all, why would it be called Jurassic Park? It would be called <laughs> something entirely different. Um, you know what he means. I do know what he means. The problem is the wonder and terror of Jurassic Park is playing off the recreation of a thing, not the discovery of a new right. thing. Right, that's exactly it. Because aliens, I mean, yo, like, I'm not going to... Nothing could be scarier than an alien. Well, no, or like it yeah. could be yeah. super dope. Like, yeah. what? But, but. But I'm saying, like, as far like, so I'm not going to be a guy who's like, there's no such thing as aliens because there's a big fucking universe out there. Yeah, like, man. Like, I'm saying, worlds within our. Sure. Yeah, man. For real. <laughs> I'm I saying, you're, you're not going to totally be agree. like, I don't think there's aliens. Like, fuck them. Where are they? Chilling. Where are we? They're, They're fucking th- stuck, bitch. Like, why <laughs> would they? <laughs> Why are they getting out there? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're at least us or lower. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fuck. They're, they could be probably pretty far ahead. But I think you're exactly right, is that, like, uh, dinosaurs w- inhabited the Earth. and like, Yeah, they're a thing. And the other thing about it is, like, you know, um, man's folly in Jurassic Park, like, is to bring dinosaurs yeah. back. A, also, thing, a thing that has already been decided at its time is coming on. But there's also this movie with fucking... Jake, jakey G and double r coming out called life yeah which seems like if they replaced dinosaurs with aliens in jurassic park it seems like kind of the setup right? really it looks like baby aliens baby aliens mm-hmm. all right i would say that uh uh, uh, uh um independence day is, is is evidence that that my man goldblum will be effective in either <laughs> <laughs> in either movie yeah, man. What's up with him? What, what what, would be the perfect Goldblum role for you right now? Like, you know how, like, I think take it or already... Leave It, like, Taken is, like, a big deal for Liam Neeson. Like, yeah. fucking action dude, everybody's heard of it, everybody knows him. Never seen it. It's super fun. I hear it's great. It's awesome to see him in an action thing being a total badass and a good actor. It's cool. Sure. But, like, what's Goldblum's that? this there's a movie called Pittsburgh that he made that is fucking the the most gold bloom gold bloom thing yeah but that's an older one right have you seen it it's like 90s no it's like 2000s yeah yeah, yeah i'm talking i'm saying it's been that, a while. The, the fucking thing with pittsburgh is that he fucking it's a, <laughs> it's a mockumentary, and it's him putting on a fucking stage production of the Music Man in Pittsburgh, but he's Jeff fucking Goldblum being like, yo, I'm Jeff Goldblum, bitch, make this happen. I, yeah. That's the second time I've said bitch on this fucking <laughs> podcast. I'm, stop, I'm I'm. not... I'm sorry I said it. I, I'm, look at Lady, Lady Liberty and apologize. I'm sorry. That's Lady Justice. Yes, it is. As soon as I said it. Look at Link doing the same pose as Lady Justice <laughs> and apologize. I was thinking today, I have a dog. Um, yeah, you, you do. You've heard her on the show. You were right. <clears throat> I was thinking, um, what if, because my dog can't talk, as you know. Try as she might. Uh, I was thinking how frustrating it would be to be a dog if you could read, but you couldn't talk. (laughs) Or or you could like, you could understand English perfectly fine. (laughs) Every moment of your life would be like. (gasps) Yeah, totally, totally different movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh. We're riding that nostalgia train backwards. Let's hit up number call call number four. Hey guys, it's a beer. I uh, long time
5: listener, first time caller. Welcome aboard. Figured for your twenty fifth uh, call, twenty <laughs> yeah, fifth uh, show, I call with something. And uh, so I was watching Fresh off the Boat yesterday, um, the show on ABC, and in the app. Eddie is mourning the loss of Biggie Notorious B.I.G. Oh, R.I.P. And in the app uh, he calls out that Biggie was 24 it's and then so I had to weird. look up and uh, and Tupac was 25 Yeah. and that really hit me, man. Yeah. I was like, wow, I hadn't th- thought about that in a long time and I turned 40 this year so I just it was like, wow, they were so young when they when they died and uh just something to ponder. I figured you have something to say. I would love to hear you, your thoughts on on that. And for the record, I've lived in Portland for oh, for almost two years, and I've never been to a bar that offered pudding shots. It's not like something <laughs> I've ever seen advertised.
0: Maybe. Okay. Bye. <sighs> <laughs> yo, thank you for your call of beer Welcome aboard Have you been to a bar in Portland and asked for a pudding shot, though? Because it's maybe one of those things where it's like, you gotta know They got all, They got in the fridge under the bar, man yeah. They don't keep that shit on the counter They can't nah. put that on the menu Nah, dog Then they would just, sh- there'd be a run on the bank, dog <laughs> <laughs> um, You don't yo, want to cut in the pudding, people Yeah, yo, do you know I've never seen the show Fresh Off the Boat Me either So, not only was Biggie 24 Yeah uh, Which is crazy. It's though. crazy, especially because he looks like an elder statesman, even when yeah. he's like a young man. And like when he became super popular, like I grew up in like rural West Virginia, the like, hip hop capital of West Virginia. <laughs> by the time we got around to Biggie, was like three minutes before he died. Yeah, <laughs> and by then, like it was like a thing where like everybody, he's already the most respected dude yeah. there was. like yeah. he like was nothing and then everything, and then died. The thing Within months. With Biggie. man. Okay, so the one thing about this is that this week was the 20th anniversary of Life After Death coming out, which is crazy <laughs> in and of itself. So Biggie was 24, 20 years ago, uh, which was even fucking weirder as far as hustling backwards on a nostalgia train. But like, with the thing about it, like when you see the fucking footage of Biggie's like uh, funeral procession, yeah. when the whole fucking. Burrow of brooklyn comes out <laughs> like like it's fucking lincoln's funeral procession or some shit like yeah in his own life like i don't know like uh, a rap trope now is like i mean even like and kendrick lamar just released a thing uh released a new single this week and where he says something like something to the effect of like i'm so good i'm already dead like 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 yeah. there's a rap trope that like the greats are dead yeah, once dead you die bands. you become um But in Biggie's life, like, it was, like, Biggie was King of New York, like, for sure. Like. In 24. Yeah, man. Killing the game. Because no one ever fucking, like, there was, like, dope-ass, how much do you want me to talk about rap music? I'm fucking down. Okay. So, like, there was, like, dope-ass dudes who would, like, you know, there was, like, Rockem style dudes with the crazy vocabulary. And, like, Nas is in that sort of same vein. And there's, like, dope-ass storytelling-style rappers, like, f- th- from the fucking, like, the slick Rick vein of rap. Um And there was, like, party rap dudes, you know, and, like, street drug rap guys. But no one ever, like, had put all of it together yeah. in one dude. And that's fucking what Biggie was. you think like, that's the thing of timing? I mean, besides, I mean, he was like he was the course. culmination of a thing But yeah because like he was the like the first generation who grew up being a fan of all those things Right right hip-hop. right there's something to that yeah Were the guys before him like each of those tiles you described were them being like the ones who invented it Yeah like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I absolutely yeah. think that you're onto something yeah, and sure. He was like a kid grew up listening to hip hop and heard all this shit and like this of course that's what came out because that's what Yeah you know, But like it's, yo like Songs that he made were so fucking evocative of I don't know Biggie like yeah Biggie is is one of those dudes who might be the best ever like yeah I, I'm no one's ever mad at you for being like Biggie Smalls is the greatest rapper of all time yeah um, Do you think Sean Holmes would have embarrassed him if he stayed alive? Puffy yeah I think if no man I think that I think that they were really good for each other ultimately from a marketing standpoint like I think. I mean, I don't know how good it was to be around Sean Combs. Like look, man, I don't really wanna I'm just I don't know how good it was. I don't know how good it was to have the profile that, that he had yeah. in terms of how healthy that was. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he got really famous and became a really big target, right? And like <laughs> but I'm saying like <clears throat> Biggie, like, really legitimized that whole, like, shiny suit vibe. Like, yeah. Because he's the dopest fucking rapper ever, and he but really he ne- came from But he from never, nothing. like... Well, I mean, this may be because he died so young, but he never, like, felt like the cartoon that fucking... No, you know, like, so... The my- Puffy and that crew kind of turned into. Which was fine and fun and super great. Yeah. Like, Mace was dope. Mace was fucking crazy dope, dude. But they were kind of cartoony, you know? They were, like, doing it for the kids a little. <laughs> like, it was... Mace did a fucking yeah. song on the Rugrats yeah. soundtrack for sure but yo th- okay so two things about this one you don't think B.I.G. would have been like this is a little fucking corny dude I don't know man because okay so to address that the gr- I think like the great thing about rap music and I think I might have said this before is that you can't fucking sell out rap yeah. music is about get yeah. that <laughs> yeah, paper yeah. dog like yeah. Yo, I got a fucking bag from Rugrats. Like, yeah. I'm chill. But that's your Method Man lip biscuit theory. Yeah, I don't care. I, to fucking... Like, I do tracks with Shaq. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I got paid. Like, um... Because, <laughs> yo, you know us. like... <laughs> um... If anybody wanted to pay us to do this shit, we would pretty much say whatever you wanted us we to. Get, we get a big chunk of space we can make for advertising, yeah. and I will talk about almost anything. Hey, anything! <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Tupac was fine. <laughs> 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 I like that day, you cover, you cover Big Al, cover Tupac. Tupac was fine. I really, I really liked Gridlocked. Yeah. I thought I that mean, was a fine movie. I have a lot to say on the subject of Tupac, but this is, well, not really about that, but like, um, the other thing about it is that, like, my wife talks about the because my wife is not like... How to say this? She's not, like, a native fan of rap music. but but I I wasn't a rap dude growing up, either. It wasn't until I got into my 30s that I really got into rap. Yeah. But my wife, having been, like, having to hang out with me all the time, like, is now exposed to shitloads of rap music. But because she has, like, an outsider perspective on it, she's, like, really uh, thoughtful and, like, has a really good, like, this is what's going on here and you can't tell because you're too close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, her deal is, like, Biggie and Jay and Tupac are guys that that have a real authority in their voice. Like yeah. a real uh, confident delivery and authority. Like Yeah. And other guys don't have it. And that's why they're not the greatest. It's weird. Like yeah. they Which is a thing you have or you don't. Yeah. For, you, know? you either got it or you don't. It's weird. Fucking it, man, I could listen I could listen to Biggie all day. I could talk about Biggie all day. <laughs> you need to make you need to make me like a Biggie super cut. Just listen to fucking Life After Death. Well okay, so I got a friend, uh, JP, who is like, because there's only two Biggie records that he released while yeah. he was alive. Um, and there's it's Ready to Die and Life After Death. And JP is like, Ready to Die is where I'm at. Because it's like, early Biggie, where he's like, screaming. Like he's like, yelling into the mic. Like, he's like, so much energy. Um, and then there's Life After Death Biggie, where he's like, already being kind of fatayed. Fatayed? He's already being kind of talked about and considered as the best rapper alive or whatever. And so like... He has kind of a more laid-back confidence and, and there's way more like poppy beats or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the that's the fucking album. Like, <clears throat> there's shit on there kicking the door. Holy fuck. Like... Biggie. Yeah, but...
3: Uh-huh. Uh,
0: there's probably like ones that aren't good, right? There's a couple of skippers yeah, on, that, on, on Life After I want Done. I went that mix. <laughs> like, yeah. About all the, the, the fluff. There's only, like, three, though, that I would really take out. And one of them is so fucking funny, because it's, like, Biggie and Puff, like, singing. Yeah. (laughs) Being really terrible at it, but it's, like, whatever. (laughs) Like, that's kind (laughs) of awesome. Then Sting shows up. (laughs) (laughs) That, yeah, that, I mean... I don't know know what it's like to lose my best friend forever, you know? So, I don't hold anything against Puff. Like, you know, do what you're gonna do. Yeah. But... (laughs) (laughs) Do <laughs> you, you think it seemed a little crass? Yeah, a little. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he seems so a little more about the dollar than the art. Sometimes where I felt like some of these older other rappers are more like you know this is my life. Like I yeah, and that's fine. It's just not for me. But like you said, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on this. In that, like, like you said, like we don't know what that's like. Yeah. And also, like... it's a very public figure. And... Very beloved figure. Yeah. And you want to make a statement about that. Right? Yeah. Like, no one's mad at the locks. Like, they came out, like, three days later with We'll Always Love Big Papa. Like, no one's yeah. mad at them. Like, yeah. it's just the, that fucking Puffy song was a hit. Like... Yeah. And that's... I think that's why people hold it against them. Like... Yeah, only, like, he performed it fucking everywhere. Like, he performed it on the VMAs. He had Sting and Faith. But Faith was on the shit. Yeah. Like, fuck, it's his wife, man. Yeah. Like... He's got the wife's cosine. What the fuck, man? Like, yeah, man. It's it, it's like I said. It's fine. It just just scratches me the wrong way a little. Fair bit, enough. Man. Let's keep on the music tip. Let's go uh, number. What number is that? S- seven.
6: Hey there, Telefam, It's Rachel. Hey Rachel. And, oh. uh, I want to tell way. you a weird list of things that <laughs> Bowie.
0: Rachel, hold on. We're <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get back to this call. And thank you for calling. <laughs> but apparently, A fucked up. All right, it's usually me. Yeah, I I gotta say, I'm happy to know you can do this too. Then what's number eight? That's what I have labeled as number eight. It's gonna be the same call. No, it's not. It can't be. Play number eight.
6: Hey there, Telefam. I have a jam in for you. Oh, uh, I'm one. really obsessed with Power Bottom since the last. No, time that's I, what we
0: heard this before. This is last week. No, so, Rachel's, Rachel's a power caller. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> I want to type it. Why am I an idiot? I put it as call number 10 just to unconfuse myself a little bit.
1: Hey dudes, it's Brendan. Yo. Yep. Um I have, like had a hard time uh, figuring out what I wanted to call you about today. Well, here we, we got are a couple things. Um but I decided that I'm going to Uh, do my first jam in, jam out. So there's a specific kind of uh, rap song that I'm really nostalgic for. Um, And it's like, I think the most famous example or most most well-known example would be Posse on Broadway by Sir Mix-A-Lot. That's not the song that I want to jam in. Fair enough. Um, But it's like, you know, me and my crew, me and my car, just cruising around town, booming system, like just good party jams. Like, yeah, we're having a good time, and so the one that I'm jamming in is Pumps for the Boulevard by Rodney O and Joe Cooley. Okay. um I was like, has got a song in that same vein. Um, all right, so one other thing. If you guys are going to do uh, this recommendation engine segment for Caller Dave, um, I think it should be called Taste Buds. Um, pretty good and then also uh, so that you guys can get rid of all the stuff you don't want you need to send all of your long boxes of comics and also all of those CDs <laughs> to Dave so he can oh have to shit um, Dave's gotta pay for
0: postings bye bye thanks Brendo. <laughs> it's fucking good Brenda long time color first time jam in jam out <laughs> <laughs> this? No, I'm not mad at all.
4: Yeah, I got some humps for the boulevard. Yeah. Turn it up, pump it up, cause it's hitting hard. I'm getting down y'all just for the fuck of it. I got a hold of the mic like a vice grip. I got a vision, but it's different than Mariah's. I want to hear you pumping them pile drivers. What no matter what this? kind of speakers you got. I, don't know. I know. the false man amp is getting hot. The base knocks hard
0: just like a police And the fans eat it up like a fucking feast Rodney all one funky individual
4: I got the rhiz when the situation's critical okay. <laughs> the B-L-V-D. Turn up the people L U L V Humps for the can you your ass off a beat
7: made just for the your sound system stopped, i'm not mad at all brendan
4: i'm pushing now do like a, 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 a playlist don't we yeah. know you like it sounds loud g. and our shit ain't made for no got the the beat
7: i know you been working so just be careful cause it might crack your window so when you roll rolling g in your so don't dude.
0: forget to play the humps for
7: the yeah. we got the hops for the billivard. turn
0: it up <laughs> That was pretty goddamn dope, dog. Um, if you found an adult skate night, that'd be a pretty good skate jam. It too. would be a pretty good skate jam, man. Uh, and he wants one of those for me, like dope, having a good time driving really? a car. You're gonna have to give me a minute <clears throat> while we think about this. Let's talk about jam and jam outs for a minute, okay? Because um, yo, you might have noticed, SoundCloud listeners, that episode 24 is uh was taken down it's still currently as we record this still down oh um literally your repost did not work i just haven't done it yet oh, okay. I was moving it's been a whole fucking thing this week mm-hmm. um but yeah so like yeah we were like we gotta it's like we got we got it taken down because we because of a jam out. <laughs> like, now I'm like a little gun shy. Well, it wasn't the jam and jam out. It was the... It was the jam and jam out. Oh, it was. It was. That we didn't even play a full song. Mm-mm. Ouch. Yeah, because I guess that like record companies have like fucking, you know, bots yeah. scouring the internet looking yeah. for the digital the signatures. Is, yeah. Yes. So, I don't want to talk shit about the song. The artist who... No, because it's not yeah, their fault. he, he wasn't sitting at home doing this. No, or what? They? Yeah, man, I'm trying to. I know. I made it gender neutral. <laughs> uh, what labels he on? I don't
3: know.
0: They on it on. I don't know what they are. Who they are? Hit who he is? Where they're at? Where are they from? I don't know. What's Eng- their address? England, I think. You're narrowing oh, the... it down. I'm I'm widening. You're narrowing. Yo, you jam out? It's a little song by a, group, by a group the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> 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 By a group called uh, The Fast Life Youngsters. Okay F-L-Y We're all familiar Guaranteed party starter every time Like you could never hear the song in your life and you're like, shit, I'm in We're about to find out I like it so far Getting better.
3: Man, I got this way.
4: My head match in my bed You know what I'm saying? But man, I got this way. Man, I got this
0: way. Swag, my it's swag surfing. My you know what I'm saying? Oh nine.
4: I'm all hypnotic, anxiety, on my body, got a bad girl beside me, a friend right behind me, and I'll sway, I'll search, I'll sway, I'll I'll sway, I'll search, i am clean like this detergent, i am patrol, i clean like this <laughs> detergent,
0: Yeah, fast like young
4: my hand all came surfing I swear I swear
0: So do you think he swags when he surfs? For sure. So that was yeah. That was my jam out, Brendo <laughs> That's a good one. That reminds me of something else. We've got a very special call. We have a very special call? Yeah. Um, I think I, You know this about me. That's my favorite guy. I think you know which one. Yeah. This is uh, Bo, co-host of Telefret. Calling mm-hmm. into Telefret. Hello. Um, I'm on my way to work right now, and... You know, we just released episode 24. I, I'm hoping this, this this call gets on episode 25. Uh, and
7: I listened to it again, and I gotta say, like, I was prepared for jams for
0: episode 24, uh, but I, I don't know that I was prepared specifically for Dave's jam. James. And I've been James. thinking about it a lot lately, and I really feel like I sold them short. Like, I feel like I provided jams that were, like, universally pretty jamming, but maybe not tailor-made to Dave's needs. Um, right. And as you know, Teleprints is a show about me being on the spot uh, a lot of the time, even though I'm bad I'm on the
1: spot all of the time. So, I
0: think like it sounds like you're sorting your I mean, CDs. A
1: bullshit thing to say. This show is really about me and you hanging out, Casey. Hey. Making these calls.
0: Yo, I really think that Because I I, Fuck man Like again, Like I'm making a call Being on the spot Putting myself on the spot I'm bad on the spot This isn't the phone call This is both stopped The phone call To say some things Yeah (laughs) You can tell by the lack Of CD sorting Going on at the same time What? I wonder what's It sounds like I think it was raining I think there was a
7: What What I'm gonna say Is that I've been thinking
0: a lot about it And Uh I want to recommend to Dave as a jam-in, I mean as a jam-out, as his new jam-out to, to, to you know, to unfuck this situation, I'm going to say. That, uh, that I'm hilarious. hilarious! The the Travis <laughs> McGee novels of John by John D. McDonald and you should listen to uh, the band Spider Bags, and like, if you want, right
1: now, future Bo in the studio, play some motherfucking Spider Bags.
0: not that good at calling it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Paspo didn't know you were going to be in Studio 0.5. It's true. Spider Bags? Yeah. That's a fun name. <laughs> they're great. I mean, look, they start slow. But they're like... They're not industrial at sounding. Complexion and a lot to say. He's, he, Dave That's likes right, more than industrial Sure, right. Gotta say it anyway. I think I like this. You better run
7: to me. You better run to me. You better run. It's got great You're lines. Now yeah. John Denver had trouble in bed. Now sure, yeah. John yeah. Denver is dead. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. John yeah. Denver had trouble in bed. Now
0: yeah. John yeah. Denver is dead. Uh, Bad complexion by Spider bags. so, what's this book you were talking? T- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a series of books. They're like uh, mystery novels, or sort of mystery novels. Jack Reacher. They're uh, ma- they're written by John D. McDonald. John D. McDonald. He's like one of those dudes who's like a fantastic writer who's writing in kind of a uh, quote unquote genre field. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Child. Uh, he he's the guy who wrote uh, he wrote. Um, the, you know the fucking the De- the Nero movie, where he's terrorizing meet the parents Juliette Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> What's that fucking? Yeah, he's the dude who wrote Kate Fear, um, but he's got a series of novels uh, about this his protagonist Travis McGee and they're fucking great. I mean they're problematic in the way that everything in fucking written in the nineteen sixties is problematic, but looking past that they're dope. I hope you enjoy them, Dave. <laughs> We're not above going back and correcting some mistakes. Fuck no, man. That's like sort of our whole thing. And in, in, in that vein, we're going to get to Rachel's call finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that's a hell of a segue, dog. Where, 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 where that was seven? <laughs> yeah, I think. Fuck, who knows. Hey
6: there, Call to- Fam. It's Rachel, and uh, I want to tell you a weird list of things that Bowie has uh, bilched dunk. out of either the trash, our pantry, Her or wherever the fuck he found this food. So the first being, like, half of this very dry and bad, like, gluten-free, allergen-sensitive brownie that I took home from work. Barf. Uh, A full bag of Minty's dental treats off of the (laughs) kitchen table. Awesome. Um, He tried to steal our donuts this morning, and then when we went on a walk, he found... Cheese-covered half of an English muffin in our yard awesome. um, He's also ripped apart a bag an empty bag of salt and vinegar chips <laughs> He just found a bag of cat treats that apparently fell and carried them gently into our bedroom to uh, feast on his stuff So
0: resourceful dog.
6: I am wondering Dave. One how do I further <laughs> dog proof all of my food areas? And what is the worst thing one of your pets has ever gotten into?
0: Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs> I think uh, step number one is feed that fucking dog, man. Somebody's hungry. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't hurt to feed the dog. Uh, <laughs> can I just tell you that I um, bought donuts for, for my work the other day? Um, I, I bought a red velvet cake donut right yeah and i was like yo i know the secret of red velvet i get it you know what i mean i fought it for a lot of years but the, the truth is out there um, it's hey, just fucking chocolate. aliens it's just chocolate dude. it's chocolate dyed red and i'm like Yo, you made, a ch- you made a red velvet cake donut, but you didn't fucking put cream cheese icing on it? It's the cream cheese that makes red velvet red velvet. Like, yeah. you just made a chocolate donut and fucking colored it red. That's bullshit. Um, but, yo. Okay, I get a, question, a follow-up question on that. Go for it. What's your donut style? Okay. I love, like, a fucking regular glazed, for yeah. sure. But my, like, jam is a fucking... The, the 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 donut with the powdered sugar on the outside mm-hmm. chocolate cream filling okay please believe um so here's what we know about Rachel so far she's got a dog two dogs those dogs are named Bowie and Eno mm-hmm. so in order to answer your question uh, I'm consulting an iphone app which is the uh, the digital version of um oblique strategies the uh which is the 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 creative the creative prompts uh, created by Brian Eno, um, uh, largely for his work with David Bowie. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, so, oh, they, yeah, okay. so in order to um, dog-proof your house, I'm a consulting Wait. oblique strategies. Um, As a unit, do they call him Bino? <laughs> they make fart. Ch- they cl- the fart crew the fart compound so okay one of the oblique strategies is revisit milestones and steps taken okay what milestones do would you like to revisit the times that the dog didn't get into the food what happened then that was so successful you know yeah imagine the music as a moving chain or caterpillar <laughs> whoa whoa i know <laughs> fuck we're gonna have to take it. we're gonna have to step down for a second I had to recover from that one. <laughs> Better. Uh, ask yourself, who is this thing for? Who is this thing for? And what would they think? And what would they think? But here's the best. This came from oblique strategies. Yo, thank you, Eno. Take a solution from someone else. What you need is height. Yeah. Put you, that shit on a higher shelf. You got tiny dogs. Yeah. Get that shit higher, get that shit in a shelf. Or trust no dog never think just for a minute <laughs> well what's the wildest thing my dog cause don't... they don't fucking forget they don't forget that that's a fucking possibility ever earlier I'm sitting with my cat I'm eating a fucking egg sammy I lay it down my fucking cat comes over and starts sniffing at it and I'm like no cat get away They're like, so the cat like lays down like okay fine I'll just chill here yeah. then a second later I see the Paul doing the slow stretch out towards the end, yeah, and I let him get to it because it's fucking hilarious to see him like <laughs> he's looking the other direction like <laughs> I do this slow enough, this asshole won't notice I'm eating this egg sandwich. <laughs> and he, like, starts to pull it over. And I'm like, no, motherfucker. So I put it underneath on the second level of the table. Like,
8: Yeah.
0: And he, like, looks over the edge and sees it. And looks at me and looks over the edge and sees it. And I know that motherfucker's registered. It's down there. So he fucks off into the other room. <laughs> comes back, like, ten minutes later. Still watching my TV show. And I look down and motherfucker's coming up on that egg. Yeah, man. Back up off my sandwich. So I take it, put it somewhere else. He goes out of the room, comes back, he goes right to where it was the last time. Like, um, damn the cat. He thinks he's tricking me. He thinks he's smarter than me, and he might be. What's the craziest thing your cat, who is your dog, ever ate? When I was living with my folks, our dog got out of our yard once. Yeah. And ate rat poison. Whoa. Yeah, man. It was like a fucking thing. Like, we didn't, we weren't sure. There was rat poison where it was. Yeah. Was he okay? So, we had to give her charcoal slurry. Oh, wow. Like, to absorb it in her stomach. So, like, I think it was once or twice a day, we had to go out there with a fucking giant plastic syringe thing. Shove it in her mouth and shoot this... It looked like charcoal water. Yeah, that's what it is. And, oh, man, by, like, day three... Like, day one, she came up to us, like, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? Oh, God, that's a... oh this is terrible. Day two, she's, like comes up, she's like okay and then like day three she's like man I don't want to do this like like couldn't walk slower across the yard I'm towards... sorry for what I did she's goddamn like, I right. know I don't know why we're doing this but this is terrible can I ask you a question yeah was, was this on. was this Casey dog no this is Julie all right Casey dog's companion animal I...
1: <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> you you seem like you're going somewhere with it no I just wanted to know you think I'm leading you to a place I just <laughs> <laughs> I never have a fucking plan. All right. Speaking of Casey, Dog and Julian, mm-hmm. let's uh, check in with the paterfamilias. That's number three.
8: Gentlemen. Yes. Shortly, I will be known as Grand Pop. Huh. Just over a month, I will be in Austin for a meet and greet with my first grandchild. <laughs> While the majority of my 11 day stay will be filled with the wonderment of a newborn. I will also experience Austin. Eats and to-dos. Already on my agenda is to experience the downtown and surrounding areas via a bicycle. Whoa. The list of eats include Franklin's and the Salt Lake Barbecue. Sure. Gus's Fried Chicken. Amen. And Torchy's Tacos. Always good. Also high on my list is to meet the non-sun part of the TeleFriends dynamic duo. Yep, I got to see me a bow. Whoa. (laughs) I would like from each of you an eat and a to-do that is not on my list. Sure. Congratulations on number 25.
0: Thanks. Thanks, future grandpa. We're not getting a bye out of my old man. Nah dog. That's not how it, that's not how he rolls. Um and he, you I feel like you should start because you know what your dad's into. Like my dad's down for anything. Like that's just shit. He'll he'll try whatever the fuck you want him to try once, at least. Yeah? Yeah. Um. Okay, okay. He's got barbecue pretty covered. I think I wanna make him do ramen. I think we're gonna hit some Tatsuya. Yo, let, can we go to fucking Ola Pokey with your man, with your old man? Shit, yeah, we can get shit, Pokey. Shit, yeah. Yo, we're gonna get some pokey, dog. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, the other day, you know, are on his list of shit to do. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to meet you. Um, yo, yeah, a, a thing to do. I don't know what your, what, 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 I don't know what your dad's into, man. Tell him something to do, and then I'll fucking. Uh, let me think. I think he and my brother, I'll never be caught dead doing this, will enjoy the stand-up paddle boarding. Oh. I think that shit they'd be into? Yeah. Find out about that. Yeah. There's an example. Um, <clears throat> people love Barton Springs. Yeah, they do. I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, people who are, like, active and do shit. Like yeah. Those people love it. Um fucking I like think that if you're going to be in Austin you should check out some music. Like I yeah. think it's it you know like there's shit in Austin that people like to do that I'd never want to do. Like what? Like go to fucking bars and watch bands and shit. Yeah. That I think everybody needs to do. There's a dude who plays at a uh, Continental Club. Uh, my dad loves going to this thing. Uh this dude red Volkert he's like a real old timey like Texas blues shredder and like when he plays he plays I think Sunday afternoons and he also plays some nights at Continental Club and like there's just always like wild Texas two stepping ass dancers like really going after it like that sounds awesome that's pretty fun yeah yeah check that out I think it's a good fucking wreck yeah pokey and two stepping <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna take on a ramen. You gotta give another. What was what was your activity? Talking Act- paddleboarding. Activity. Yeah. All right. I yeah I could see it being fun. Yeah. That's I could see that part. being dope. I could yeah you know, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. Do That's that. not how I want to hang out with your old man. But I could yeah. see it being fun. yeah yeah. Oh, or get a tattoo. Yo, let's go get tattoos. He's got tattoos. Let's go get more tattoos. He'd be down. All right. Uh, we got some more stuff on the uh, recommend uh, train of things. OK. Let's call everyone.
9: Hi, Roxy again. Sorry about that. Oh. Um, I just got sidetracked. This is why I call you guys when I'm on 35.
0: Are you calling us through a fucking drive-thru order box? <laughs> I don't think it sounded like this originally. Should I? Maybe I could start it over. Look at. In the meantime, I would love a filet o fish. <laughs> <laughs> He's an order off menu. If you don't want anything, he has to offer.
9: Hi, Roxy again. Sorry about
0: that. I turned into a transformer, and I would like to know.
9: Hi, Roxy again. Sorry about that. Um, I just got sidetracked. This is why I call you guys when I'm on thirty five.
3: Yeah. Because clearly, yeah. when
9: I'm sitting at my work at desk, I cannot focus. Nonetheless, the podcast name is Missing Richard Simmons, Uh um, and it's actually really good, Uh, but the reason that I'm actually calling is because there are a lot of theories about why he's missing, how he's missing, etc., my is that his housekeeper is holding him hostage. Um, nonetheless, I was just wondering if you guys had any theories. You know, maybe even like theories in Fantasyland, for instance. My is that He's gone he went freezing. to the Hobby Lobby. He got a bunch of rhinestones, like um. millions of dollars. He went home. He is tiling his giant house in... A variety of colored rhinestones he just he's gonna look up any minute and be like holy cow it's not even 2014 anymore (laughs) anyways that's my theory um what is y'all bye.
0: oh man what was that what was that question that was all over the place what was the ending question do you know is it what is your theory? Bye. oh um Sorry, Alex, that's a problem on our end somewhere. I don't think that call sounded like that when I received it. Do you want to fucking try, try to resend it to me in post and we'll fucking Yeah, so it. we'll we'll be talking about it like this, but then everybody would have heard a really nice one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yo, so you you want us to weigh in on a show we haven't on a popular to podcast that we haven't listened to? <laughs> Neither of us. No, no, no. Heard. So I, I thought of that too. Like I don't know how comfortable I feel weighing on a thing one that I haven't heard of. too, is also kind of the thing we're doing. I mean, podcasts are a wide variety of sure. creature, and this sure, is like sure. a super well produced. I hear it's great. Well-made podcast it by It feels, from the outside, a little invasive. Yeah, that's my problem, too, man. Because my theory is, like, Richard Simmons is fucking old, and they mm. just trying to chill. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing that everybody likes about Richard Simmons is that, one, he's a nice guy. Yep. And, two, he's a fucking weirdo. Yep. Like, he's an all-time David Letterman guest. Yeah. Like, because he gets out there, and he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, it's like him and Larry Bud Melman. Yeah, but he's, like, good-natured. Mm-hmm. Those are the exact two reasons that you don't fuck with the guy. <laughs> For
3: sure, you leave the
0: guy. Let him be weird and be fucking. hundred uh, percent happy agree. alone. I, yo, but again, neither of us. Did you see this Katusha movie? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what I got, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yo, fucking. Again, like, I like it when people are doing a thing. I'm sure that podcast is done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All this is prefaced with the idea that neither I have, not heard it. have heard it. Well, oh. I've only heard descriptions of it. But, man, leave, I mean, fucking leave the motherfucker alone. What if, like... What you if know. you, somebody's like, Hey, Poe, guess what? I found this podcast. There's six episodes. It's about some motherfucker looking up you. Yeah, I would be furious. Yeah. Like uh, and everyone's like, oh, he's friendly, and he's nice about it. It's like oh, I would be it like, matters. there's 25 episodes of a podcast called Telefriends. maybe check that out, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if he like worked out him so like he's still there, but you just can't see him? Like, Is it going to be like when Care top reappeared and like Care top was super ripped? No, I'm saying he's like <laughs> worked himself down to very oh. low, almost nothing. Yeah, he's too. Well, he's different. a fucking old dude. Yeah, dude, he's old. He's, I mean, yeah, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't have. Yeah. I, I mean, if, like, if we can leave this in or not, but I'm saying, like, my honest theory is that, like, he's old enough that he can't keep himself in, like, super great shape and he wants to be an inspiration to people to yeah. be, in good sh- be in really great shape. That'd be my guess, too. And so he doesn't want to really be seen not at top 10. He's a nice guy, weirdo. Yeah, I 100% agree. And fucking let him be a nice guy, weirdo. Not everybody's Jack LaLanne. Not everybody, like, keeps it tight until they're fucking 100. (laughs) Speaking of uh, uh, weirdos, let's listen to call number five. That was a weird way to say five. Five. Five.
10: So, I uh, went to the dentist yesterday.
3: Uh Uh-huh.
10: And I'm the sweetest dentist. Uh, she's adorable. She's kind of an older lady. So
0: sweet. She'll give you a cavity, am I right? And
10: she remembers <laughs> me because of my hair color, and we talk about cats every time. Um, and as I was leaving, she... Also, I should probably mention she doesn't speak English, like, very well. Hmm. Like, she speaks it well enough, but Sounds it's kind of hard to understand perfect. her sometimes. It's a little bit, like, broken English. And, um... As I was leaving, I was like, oh, you're so sweet. Every time, you just take, like, such good care of me. And um, she was like, oh, yeah, I love working on your teeth because you have such big mouth. I guess I was just wondering, what is the weirdest dentist compliment you guys have ever gotten? Because I've gotten some weird dentist compliments. So, yeah, let me know.
0: That's, yo. Yo um <laughs> it's such a big mouth it's such a pleasure like i don't have to pry that shit open i don't have to get uh, rub against your teeth the whole time yeah i don't know man i i don't get a lot of what well, i mean so there's a period of time where i didn't go to the dentist for a while because was, was it like 15 years because that's what my yeah, theory was like, like. and i remember the look on the face of the first dentist when i started going back mm-hmm. and when he looked at my mouth he goes Phew. yeah I was like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> look. You guys don't come cheap. What do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had different fucking priorities in my twenties, dog. Like, leave me out of it. Um Yeah, uh I mean, yo, so I found out when I went to the dentist's office the other day that I have been brushing my teeth straight up wrong for thirty four years. And You used a bristly bow. Mm-hmm and it goes in your mouth. It goes right in your mouth. No, but like even when you so like I was watching a commercial for the toothbrush I fucking used yesterday and it's the Oral-B mechanical toothbrush and they show you on the uh, on the <clears throat> on the on the commercial that the bristles go over the top of each tooth and fucking swish around so that they like clean off the top of the tooth and get in between your fucking
3: teeth. No. But
0: one, no it doesn't fucking do that. And two, like you the top of your teeth ain't shit like that's mm-hmm. not what you're fucking about that's not in the first place then. like i've been brushing the top of my teeth my whole fucking life and so like i went to the dentist and they were like yo you have plaque everywhere you're more plaque than tooth at this point point." <laughs> and i was like fuck what do i do and they're like here's how you brush your teeth dickhead and they like fucking they're like you know fucking brush like the top of your gum line <laughs> like and i'm like okay so the tooth top is not and they're like no fuck that shit Dog, Like, we're talking about surface area. And I'm like, okay. And so, like, I went, and I did that for, like, two weeks, and I came back to Venice, and they were like, your shit looks great, fam. And I was like, it turns out I know how to brush my teeth now. I didn't know how to brush them before. <laughs> fucking thank you. One of those things you've done your whole life assuming you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, they even fucking tell you on TV. Like, you brush hey, it like, nah, That's not an infomercial. Yeah. So, they they make you fucking swallow, like, not swallow, they make you swish with this, like, red liquid. Yeah, they're, like, you can it shows see. Shows you with a placket. Yeah, fuck it. Like the first time, it was like Argh. like it was like <laughs> had like a looked like a bleeding mouth. Yeah. The second time, I was like, alright, yeah, it was fucking dope, dude. That said, being the dentist sucks. <laughs> I'm down with not be able to speak to my dentist. Like, how much communication do I need to be able? Nah, to be? man. I see that's the thing uh, like, though. In my case, I need actionable pain. fucking advice, yeah. and I can't do that if I can't understand you. Because the dentist is like the like a haircut. I don't want to talk about it. You're weird about that, though. So I don't want to fucking hang out. I don't want to chit-chat. I just want to fucking get in there so I can get this over with. I'm having a fucking haircut identity crisis right now, dude. Well, I, I just went and got a haircut recently. Really? Yeah, man. Huh. I've got a mohawk now. <laughs> I'm 6'10", and I've got a mohawk. <laughs> you think you would notice. I'm now 7'3". <laughs> with mohawk. With counting hawk. Okay. And this, it was like, did you ever have a friend who's like, I can cut your hair. And then you sit and let him do it, and it takes like seven hours. And like. I've been that friend. Yeah, it takes, an, the thing you learn at haircut school, and this isn't true, is how to do it quickly. Yeah. Like, you cut in corners, so uh-huh. to speak. So every time you have an amateur do it, it takes for fucking ever. So, I go to get my haircut the other day, it's like fucking high school again. This lady, it's death by a million cuts. It's like (laughs) hair by hair. And each hair is a story about her life or a question about mine. There's two things that I don't want to talk about. One, me. Two, her. Cut my hair, let me go home, and feel bad about myself. (laughs) Why? What's your beef with haircuts? I don't need to be fucking touched. Yeah. Especially by a stranger. Yeah. Yeah. I try to touch you every time I see you. But... And, like, I don't mind it. Like, we're here for a transaction. I want my hair cut. That's what you do. You've got to get there and touch my head and do a thing. But it ain't got to take that long. Is that why you were... So, when we went to the um, massage place mm-hmm. to get our feet beat... Yeah. An earlier caller was there with us. Yes. Were you, like, more comfortable in that scenario because there was, like, a kind of a language barrier? Yeah, it helps. Yeah. I called a massage parlor like we were at like a Jack Shack. That's not what we were doing. Fucking. <laughs> like, it was full clothes <laughs> massage. Yeah, that does help, except for that being like the first time I did it, it made it a problem because I couldn't ask questions. Right. Like, were I'm you, like, just. Because at one point I was like, hey, can we. And she was like, mm, just doing stuff. <laughs> fuck, Grandma's giving me a beating. <laughs> she took me to town, man. <laughs> like, town. at one point I was like, this hurts and I can't breathe. There I was a point where I was like, "I could die. This, I could die here." I want to. I might have to get up and start swinging on this lady if she <laughs> keeps this up. But then, it, like, it felt pretty good. Like she like got in there, and I kind of enjoyed the silence efficiency of it because there was like number of times she did this, then she switched to the other leg and do the <laughs> exact same number of times. Like it was like yeah. I could see the pattern. Right. There was a and like I kind of lost myself in the pattern of it. Would you go? Would I go again? Yeah. Oh yeah. Would you go to a regular English-speaking massage? (laughs) No, because I'm afraid we're going to have to fucking talk about it. You don't have to. They say that about haircuts, too. People are like, well, just don't talk to them. (laughs) Massages are different, though, because it's like they want you to be as relaxed as possible. So, like, if talking makes you uncomfortable beyond, like, that hurts, like, then you don't have to. No, I, could, I don't think I could do you it. You do get nude, though. I don't think I could do it. Cause I, I actually never get nude. From- I'd be so nervous about it, I'd want to talk. Yeah, But then I would be talking and not relaxing. But and you're I'm an fucking... interesting dude, man. Everybody likes you. Yeah, man. Like I run into the, the haircut lady at a party, and I'm staying there with my friends, and she wants to fucking talk about her shit. Fine. Re- yeah. We can talk about her shit, but, man, I just want to get out of there. One time in college... Stop not cutting my hair and let me go home. I had this friend with really long hair. And they were like, I feel like cutting my hair. And I was like, I'll cut your hair, dog. And then I got, like, one big cut into it. And I was like... I don't want to cut your hair, Turns out I don't know what I'm doing at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hard, man.
4: I was just like, sorry, dog.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, I didn't pay for a haircut for, like, 15 years. I, like, just fucking cut my own shit or I had a friend who did it Whoa! and it was great but I think that's led me to this place where I'm at now I'm at where a... I'm almost 40 and I still the idea of going to the barber takes me two days to do it what, what if you got a f- I don't go to a barber what if you got a friend a what if you what if you phone a friend use one of your maybe lifelines. and like and I like I went to like a straight up barber shop place where yeah. like everybody's hanging out bullshitting mm-hmm. and that's a little bit better yeah but those were always like Super specific cuts that I'm not looking for. That's the I'm in the middle of a haircut identity crisis right now. Yeah. Like right now, I have this stupid long hair. I look like fucking the fucking shithead friend from Boy Meets World. Like <laughs> yeah, you've got the Chris Hardwick Ugh, singled out. Hair. I hate it so much. It's, it's only like, if you you aren't paying attention and it like falls. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that makes me happy. I hate it. <laughs> but I don't know what to do because I don't want to talk about this. Never mind. That's it, Bo. Yeah, that was yeah. I feel like if what you were after was this is what fucking Telefriends is about for episode twenty five. I feel like you fucking got it. Telefriends ass. Telefriends Telefins show. Yeah, man. Three new callers. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You're Thanks, welcome. a beer. Thanks, Dennis, lady. Thanks, whoever the other caller was that I can't remember who it is now. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are the best. Who was that third one? You are the person with the. Wasn't Looks like you drew a skull. Was it me? Did I call uh, before? I don't know. Fuck. There were three. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for fucking listening. Thanks for calling. It's been twenty five episodes. We're gonna do fucking twenty five more, at least. Yeah, and, and if if you enjoyed it, the best thing you can do for us is tell friends about it. Get Please. friends to listen. And uh, if you're ever bored on the on the Facebook, the Twitter, we're on there doing shit. We're We're putting stuff up. We're talking stuff. Yeah. Telefriends podcast? You type in Telefriends, you'll find us.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. And we're on there doing shit. If you fucking want to talk about the show more, we'll happy to talk and answer any questions. Jump in. Fat Jim Morrison was asking us questions this week, and we talked all about it. We did. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Uh, STM. So is that it? We're we're wrapping it up? No, we're at the part of the show where we, we... the, the where you at section. Oh, where the fuck are you at, Will? Let's play call number six.
7: Oh, hello, <laughs> my beautiful, precious dudes. It is me, Will. <laughs> Checking in. Welcome back. After having eaten at Witch Witch. They opened up a Witch Witch here in Roanoke, and you guys know that I am a fucking junkie for nostalgia, so I decided to go eat at Witch Witch to try to relive some some kind of disgusting crumb kernel left over from my love of North Carl Mall.
3: Whoa. And I
7: walk in there, and the guy behind me in line has on these kind of, like, shitty uh, beige pants, some, like, loafers, red socks, like a bluish, like, like, very light denim shirt.
0: So, like, a regular guy. I think he's describing the mirror he's looking at. <laughs> a dude in khakis and blue. What an asshole! <laughs> he had this beard. He's got on
7: fucking Oakleys, of course. Uh, well, a kind of like a kind of like faux hawk, eh. like a like a meathead football player would have.
0: Okay, uh,
7: but it, it it terminates at the end at a little like crappy looking, almost samurai ponytail. Cool. And he's got a fucking open carry gun on him. And here's the thing like, I'm not afraid of guns. Guns don't bother me. It's just, it's why is it always the same kind of asshole? (laughs) Always that exact same dude who's got to be like, you know, we're going to fucking, we're going to sandwich exactly how I want it. You know, I want it. I want my fucking Second Amendment with it. He's Canadian? Uh, God damn it. So here's my question. Okay. Where have I been for, like, the last ten episodes? <laughs> I love you guys.
0: Thanks, Will. Way to make it weirdly political here yeah. on television. <laughs> I decided not to even listen to this call. I listened and said, it's Will, and i like, stop. I want a fresh one. Where the fuck has he been? So here's where he's been. And I think Will is the perfect person for this. And no one I know in my life would be happier for this. He's been undercover in a high school because <laughs> Will's got some real jock others dynamics in his life that I love. Yeah, he's like he's talked to me about this in the past, where like he basically like fought a one man war against jocks, like <laughs> yeah. sort of from within, yeah. because like the thing about Will. As does he care that I talk about this? No, he does not. Fucking Will is like kind of a badass in terms of (coughs) sports as a kid. (laughs) But he was like, fuck you, jocks, I'm good at sports. (laughs) (laughs) Well he's the same way on Facebook. He's like the guy whose shit'll pop up in a comment section like, fuck you, you're wrong. It's like, who are you talking to? (laughs) And it's just just love it. Yeah, it's the best. Fucking thanks for calling, Will. Welcome back, dog. Welcome back, Will. Yo, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Please join us again for episode number 26 next week. 26 will be six fucking months we've been doing this shit. Holy shit. Let's do a backhand, front hand. Yeah, 26 is coming next week. Fucking get your calls in 304-518-JAMS. Jams. To hear some typing
3: It's a typing go I wanna type forever